Hey, have you guys been to KFC lately? No. Have you seen that they uh, the new feature, the Taylor Swift bucket? <laughs> no. Yeah, it's got two large thighs, two small breasts, and one left wing. Uh, why did you even ask, Tom? I, I don't know, but I instantly regret it. You're going to piss off all the Swifties out there. You know, she does have quite a strong following. Oh, my God, she does. She's like uh, the next fucking Michael Jackson or something. Or Madonna. Yeah, Wait she, a second. She's definitely the Madonna of this age. Does that mean they'll download her podcast? <laughs> no. <laughs> because no, no publicity <laughs> no. is bad publicity. Truth. Oh, dude, our podcast should so start a feud with the Swifties. No. I'm good. I'm with I'm with Tom on that one, man. They would ruin your life. Yeah. <laughs> no, thank they're, you. <laughs> they're a little they're a little obsessive and crazy. Yeah, a little I'm crazy. Heavily, and, and we're out. I'm heavily armed. Three, two, one. And here we go, 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 go. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Not Another Nerdy Podcast, episode number 92, our holiday special. My name is Tom Van Zandt, I am your host, and with me are my magical and my metal co-hosts. We have the official attorney of Not Nation, ladies and gentlemen, jollier than Santa Claus, Mr. Christopher Todd. In the house! <laughs> What's up, buddy? How we doing, Tom? Uh, we're hanging in. We're hanging in. It's the end of the year. We luckily, luckily, we're getting a show in before the end of the year. I was a little nervous, a little nervous. But, you know, it was no through no fault of yours or mine, I will say. Fair enough. Fair enough. Every time we tried to record for the last three months, our other co-host, you all know him. You all love him. You all can't rely on him, though. <laughs> Mr. Mr. J Money has had some excuse or another. And employment is not one of those excuses, I would just like to say. Uh He's had every other excuse under the sun and been unable to record. But you know what? We're recording tonight because a good friend of the show was kind enough to give up some of his free time, his very important free time, to record with you and I, Chris. Should I introduce our good friend? We have friends. Who let the dogs out? Hold Ladies and gentlemen, from across the USA Earth Milky Way, Mr. S-Dog, Steve DeGray. How you guys doing? How's it going, Tom? How's it going, Chris? What's up, brother? Thanks for having me on. Thanks for coming on again. Straight from the Pacific time zone. That's right. That's right. The Pacific Northwest. Yes, sir. It's a gloomy 50 degrees outside. Well, it's it's rainy here, too. And it's not quite 50 degrees. We would take 50 degrees at this point. It's definitely winter time in New England, my friend. Well, you know what? Not so much, because we haven't got any snow yet. 
Would you stop swearing at me? You shut your mouth with that four-lettered word, billions with an S. That's some bullshit. Oh, stop. It's the, New England. It's a it truck driver. Dude. That's it, like kryptonite. Thank you very much, S-Dog. It doesn't matter. It's still wintertime, okay? I don't need the S-word to make it winter for me, okay, Mr. Hunter? I'm good. Cold is winter enough. That says winter to me. Well, well, instead of winter, let's talk about Christmas for a second. Yeah, yeah, we're or the Christmas season. We're coming up on it. Yep. Well, as we record this, it's a uh, eight days before Christmas. Yep. This will probably drop the day before Christmas. This will be their Christmas present. Probably drop right before. I, I I can't remember the song all that well. What are we at? Lords leaping, maybe. <laughs> eight swans are swimming. I'm not sure. I don't know. Um, ladies uh, dancing. I'm not entirely sure eight, what day of Christmas we're on. <laughs> seven but, money's sleeping. <laughs> but we're six Derek's toy hunting <laughs> five golden showers oh boy so Tom it was it was nice to see you in person last week by the way oh yeah yeah thanks for meeting me for a beer my daughter S dog my oldest daughter turned 15 years old so uh I, I know I've seen the posts yeah mine, mine. 18 and 15, so uh, yeah, yeah you're, you're, one's already graduated, uh, so they're they're creeping up on 19 and 16. Another one will be driving this year. So you can feel my pain being the parent of a teenager and uh, teenage girl, nonetheless. So I, yes, her and her other four teenage girlfriends, they wanted to go to the movies and then Taco Bell, which you know. Sounds like a cheap birthday to me. So I'm like, yeah, that's mm-hmm. fine. We'll do that. So I brought them to the movies, and then I did not want to see Trolls 3, which was the movie they chose. And um, yeah, I would have ra- much rather preferred Godzilla minus one. I was hoping. I was hoping. But they uh, they chose Trolls 3. And actually, while I was at the theater, I ran into our good friend Joey DiCarlo from the So Wizard podcast, and he was there with his son, Colin, going to see Godzilla minus one and I was very jealous because I wanted to go instead I gave Chris Todd a call and he was uh, about to get himself some dinner anyway so he said yeah I'll meet you and I went and killed some time with him while the girls watched their movie and uh, had a beer and well I mean no it was nice and and frankly the the establishment we went to was decorated very nice for the holidays Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm in a little more of the Christmas spirit this year than I'm usually in. And I don't know why no real reason for it. I actually decorated my house. Well, I put lights on one of my trees in my front yard, which for me is a big deal. Usually I hang a wreath that my mother gave me about 10 years ago and that's it. But this year I actually did a little, bought some lovely twinkling led lights that I'm looking at as we speak, as they're being rained on. And it was great to see you and nice conversation as always, but uh, I didn't get a chance to tell you what happened after, after I after left, we, after you left. Well, I decided that it had been a very long day and I deserved a little bit of a treat. Mm-hmm. So I decided to take a little trip. There's a Wendy's not too far from my, from my house here in Springfield, Massachusetts, USA, earth, Milky way, right next to a massage parlor. <laughs> <You know? laughs> it's right next to a McDonald's actually. Close um, enough. And I said, and I said to self, self, you know what I feel like tonight? I feel like a frosty mm. and not just a, and not just a frosty, a half chocolate, half vanilla frosty. I think this time of year, they even have a peppermint frosty over at Wendy's, don't they? You know, Tom, it's funny. I haven't told you this story, but that was the right question to ask. Mm-hmm. 
So I pulled into the drive through lane of the local Wendy's. So as I pulled up to that wonderful little box to order my treat for the evening, I see we have peppermint Frosties. And I said, you know what? It's winter. It's Christmas. What is more of a Christmas flavor than chocolate and peppermint? Hmm. Gentlemen, can you think of, can you think of anything else? No, it sounds pretty good. I mean, what tastes better than chocolate and peppermint? This is why the York peppermint patty exists. Correct. Because chocolate and peppermint together are fucking delicious. Or those little Andes mints they used to leave on your pillow when you'd go stay in a cheap hotel. Oh, my grandparents always had those. I love Andes mints. Mm-hmm. So when the nice young lady says, "Can what can I help with you? I said, I would like a large frosty, half chocolate, half peppermint. And she says, we can't do that. Why not? Uh, I, I don't know. I was a little taken aback. And I'm thinking, all you really have to do is take the cup, put it under one lever, fill it halfway, move it to the other nozzle, pull that lever, top the motherfucker off, put a cap on, <laughs> give it to me. I will give you money. Goods and services are exchanged. Our free market economy is strong. But you couldn't pull it off. Wow. And I said, why not? We can't do that. I said, can't you just put half one and half the other? We're, we can't do that. I'm sorry. What kind of shit is that? And at this point, you come to a crossroads where you're like, am I going to argue with the minimum mage dipshit who can't figure out what 50% is? <laughs> or am I just going to take my lumps and move on? Right. And I decided that this was not the night to start a fight as we started off long day. But apparently with this equipment and this personnel, they can't pull off the very simple metric of mixing chocolate and peppermint in a fucking cup. <laughs> so I said, fine, fine. I understand you can't do this. Maybe there's a corporate policy. Maybe Dave Thomas from his grave will not allow this to happen. That's right. You cannot cross-contaminate Frosties. No, no. I've, I've got a half chocolate, half vanilla before. Mm-hmm. I know I, they I, can I gotta- do this. I got to ask, when you've gotten the half chocolate vanilla, was it like a twist or did they legitimately do like the half full and then put the other half on top? No, it's half on the bottom, half on top, whichever order they choose. I'm not even picky about order. I don't care. Is there a different price? No, it's all cost the same. There's no reason in the world why they can't pull this off. It is a mystery to me why these overachieving employees (laughs) of Wendy's can't manage to mix two flavors in a cup. And they want and 15 said, bucks an hour. Why don't you just buy a small of each? Yeah, there you go. And mix them yourself. This is what I'll you do next because, time. Ask for a I big cup. I goddamn think of it at the time. Ask, That's for, why a, I ask for a because large, also, empty cup. You and then make enough money. Two smalls. Is, yeah, get a, get a small chocolate and a small peppermint. And then a big. ask for a big, empty cup. And then dump the two smaller Frosties together into the big cup. Voila. Gentlemen, and you know what, you are, Chris? You are literally the, the second. You two are the second and third person I've told this story to today because I told it to someone else. And uh, you all have said the same thing to me. And I will tell you why I didn't do it. Because I didn't think of it. Right. Because I was annoyed. Yeah, I hear you. But honestly, so, that would, you know what? If you had done it that way, no, no low-wage... Wendy's workers would have been harmed in the mixing of those two Frosties. That would have been the perfect well, way to go about it. 
Well, you're, you're right. You're both absolutely right. And my annoyance got the best of me. So I, I just said, just give me a chocolate. And the response was, well, our chocolate's kind of runny right now. And I just, <laughs> and I just said, fuck it. I can't deal with this level of incompetence, which was in my exact words and left. I didn't uh, even go through. I just pulled out of the parking lot, stopped, got myself a frozen Snickers bar, called it a night. You should have pulled next door to McDonald's and got yourself an eggnog shake. Well, you know, that's a one-way street, so I would have had to go down like a block and done a big U-turn, and I just couldn't. It wasn't I just worth needed the effort. To, at that point, I just needed to be home. Okay. So I uh, so I was denied my, my chocolate peppermint treat. I should have thought differently, though it would have been a runny chocolate one. Right. Oh, Jesus Christ, it's so hard to find good help these days. <laughs> Blame COVID. Everyone else does. Well, at least you had a, a nice beer at the establishment we we went to and a nice little with, meal. With good company. Your little chicken wrap thing that you had. Yep. And, and uh, the company was excellent. Thank you. And the bartenders were very easy on the eyes. They always are at that joint. Yep. Yep. Always a plus. Not as beautiful as Mrs. Bo, obviously, of course, but, you know, still. There was You're some, talking like she listens to this. Yeah, you know, shit has a way of getting back to people. Listen, but, your wife is a handsome woman. Why, thank you. All right. Well, on that note, um, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have you attempted to go to another Wendy's and achieve your chocolate peppermint frosty mix? No, nah, nah, it's it's just too traumatic at this point. You know, at one point, McDonald's, when they had the Shamrock Shake in season for St. Patrick's Day, they were actually advertising a chocolate Shamrock Shake mix. Ooh. Yeah, they were promoting that, and you could get your Shamrock Shake that way, half chocolate, half Shamrock Shake, and it was fucking... What is the flavor of Shamrock? Is it like a statue or something? No, it's mint. It's, <laughs> it's, it's green. It's, it's mint. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. What is the actual flavor of it? It's a mint. Green. It's, it's green mint. Yeah. It's minty? Okay. Minty, yes. So, I don't think I've ever had them, or I don't remember exactly what they did. I knew it was some kind of green. Well, concoction. that's because you're what usually drink. You're usually imbibing other on other beverages on St. Patrick's well, Day. You're not too well, concerned with a shamrock exactly. shake. Yeah. Well, the better question is, what the hell flavor was the Grimace shake when they had it? I can tell you, because I had one. Ooh, what was it? It was like a berry, like a blueberry berry flavor. Yeah. That tracks. It was good. That, that tracks. It was actually okay. decent. It was decent. But it was ex it was expensive. That Grimace meal was expensive, man. It was like 14 bucks to get the fucking meal with the shake. I was like, Jesus Christ, I just want the shake and a burger. $14. They they wouldn't sell you just the shake? No, it came with the meal. You had to order the whole Grimace me birthday meal to get the shake. What was special so, what was in the meal? Ooh, what um, was it? Yeah. Nothing. It was just a, a, a sandwich. The The special thing was the shake. And they wanted you to buy the whole fucking meal to get that special yeah. shake. Yeah. That was their gimmick. That's some bullshit. And you got so, Tom. What's that? Watch this segue. So, Tom, that's dog. So have you heard that McDonald's is trying out adult Happy Meals? <laughs> what huh? what could possibly be the toy in that Happy Meal? <laughs> yeah, that's where my so, How adult are we going so, here? No, they're bringing back like vintage toys from the 80s to put in adult Happy Meals. Like, oh, yeah, okay. I saw that they All brought right. back they, the Nugget like, like Buddies. They sell them like, 
Oh, sorry. I was gonna say they go in full quarter pounder, like bigger meals. Yeah. And then, oh yeah, like, oh, oh you got like a, okay. a Big Mac or like a or like a twenty piece order of nuggets, like a full meal, but it comes with it comes with an actual toy. Like, Come a, in a box. like but, yeah, but like the toys <sighs> from when we were kids. They're totally catering to Gen X, which I am so on board because we don't get our due. I know you wanted to talk about toys, so I figured that was a good there, that's, there you oh. go. <laughs> that's a great segment. As long as they sell the toys without the meal, that, that's awesome. Yeah, that's what I used to like to do. Yeah, exactly. Buy the toy. Yeah, like they have like the the chicken McNugget characters that yeah. you could that you got back in the I think those are gonna be one of them. Yeah, there are there they got those out right now. No, it's not like it's gonna come with things that are appropriate to people of our age, like, you know, a two pack of ibuprofen. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of tums. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, you said adult. My way went the other direction. I think I was with Tom. Right. This is a family podcast. No, it's so not. Like, it rolling. It's, it's like, like rolling. It's explicit. What is it? Bookends near you guys? It's explicit. God damn it. Is, right. it, is that the right place? Yeah. Bookend? Yes. Bookends down yes. in okay. Enfield. Yeah. Okay. I remember. Enfield, Connecticut, USA, Earth, Milky Way. Absolutely. Good memory. Smoking leather used to be there too, right? Yes. Yes, as a kid, I remember going there. But anyway, all right. So I won't say for what. I will look forward to adult happy meals with vintage toys. That's actually kind of a cool idea on McDonald's. Oh, I agree. We'll see if that oh, actually. We'll see if that actually comes to fruition. In the meantime, you want to do a quick recap on? I mean, it, we were on a roll recording each month for, I think, four months in a row, and then we. Dropped off for, I don't know, lack of interest on, <laughs> lack of interest on parts of our, on the part of our co-hosts. It was suggested to me at one point that I just reboot the podcast and and change the name and start over, just find new co-hosts. Not you, Chris, obviously, but uh, uh, re- a replacement uh, co-host for money and 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 for D Rock. Who but made that suggestion? I won't. He will remain nameless. But it's another fellow podcaster who we know, and uh, I decided not to do that. Big yeah. So, because A, I like the name of this podcast, and B, we've been doing it now for damn near six years. So, actually, I think it has been six years at this point. So, what are you going to call it? Not another, not another nerdy podcast? <laughs> exactly. I don't want to have to think of a new name. So, we're just going to stick it out, and hey, whenever... Our original co-hosts want to join us. They can let me know, but I'm at this point. My attitude is I'm just gonna plan to record without them, and if they want to join and show up, that's great. But I think Derek's kind of over the whole podcasting thing at this point. Nah, no thanks. Oh, you know, he's a married man now. He's a married man, and he's just got far better things to be doing with his time than talking about dumb shit with us. I guess so. You know, although he and I pretty much do a podcast when we when he calls me and we have conversations in the mornings. I mean, we sit here and and yuck it up with each other like we're on a fucking podcast. I should just record those conversations and release them. <laughs> you, you you totally should. They'd be like little cut mini. Them the, cut them in at the end. Cut them in. And by the way, here's the latest podcast worthy conversation between D Rock and myself. But anyway. Yeah, so that's my attitude now is uh, I'm not going to rely on either Mitris because I'm tired of being Mitrist. That is an actual verb now. 
we are going to submit that for the dictionary the to it's be thing. to be metrist which is you know to be told one thing and then you know count on something and then have it not happen not be able to rely upon that is to be metrist and uh i'm tired of being metrist and i'm sure not nation is as well so we're just going to move forward and carry on and uh show show must go on that's it that's it so and speaking of it going on um why don't you give us some social media presence since our uh our man who brings the money isn't here to do it tell everyone where they can find all things not another nerdy podcast oh i believe on facebook it's not podcast one on instagram it's also not podcast just not podcast one on all major social media platforms and really the only thing you and i keep up with is the facebook i you know i don't know if money's even doing anything with TikTok and Derek used to keep up with the Instagram, but who knows if he even does anything with that at this point. So I think um, if you follow Facebook, though, you'll get some regular updates from us and because Chris and I post there pretty regularly. And uh, I will be posting an unboxing video as soon as I unbox, but I have not yet. But we'll get into that. Uh, S-Dog and I are going to talk about that in a little bit. There's a certain toy that came in that we've been waiting on for a very long time. Oh, thank God. I thought you were talking about Mrs. Bob. No. No. (laughs) How did you, how did you not open that yet? Uh, because I haven't had time to actually sit down and record my, I want to, I want to actually record myself unboxing it for, you know, Ah, okay. Yeah. For content. So, um, what is it? (laughs) It did take me three days to finally buy batteries. Was <laughs> <I kept> <laughs> well, it take double A's? Yes, it does. Three okay. double A's. All right, very good. Maybe I've, this has something to. Maybe I've, this does have something to do with Mrs. Bow. It is an adult toy. <laughs> <laughs> no, Mrs. Bow's adult toys would take a hell of a lot more than double A's. Those that motherfucker needs like D batteries. But I digress. I assume with diesel. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah. So what what I'm referring to. I don't mean to be mysterious. It's the G.I. Joe Classified series, which is the uh, Hasbro G.I. Joe six-inch figure line. They had a what they call a HasLab, and a HasLab is when Hasbro does a crowdfunding campaign to create toys that everybody wants them to make, but they're not willing to like take the initiative and make that toy unless they know they're going to have a certain amount of people backing it and buying it. So they do these crowdfunding things, and they achieve goals. The initial goal for this particular classified toy, it's a it's a Cobra Hiss tank, if you any of you remember G.I. Joe from the oh, 80s. Shit. The Cobra, the black tank with the, gun tur- the double gun turrets on top, and it's like a single-man tank, and then someone sits up in the turret, and it uh, it's a very cool toy, and they made a classified scale version of it that would accommodate the six-inch figures, but it was a HasLab, so they needed, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, S-Dog, I think it was 8,000 was the original number, the original backing. Um, yeah, they, they hit that like... <laughs> they like hit the it within hours. a few hours. Like, yeah, it was ridiculous. And that unlocked... 
the first tier there so there they do tiers now there was tiers i don't know i don't know the levels of the tiers but there was three tiers after that right um and they hit those i think within days it yeah was, it was super I, it was like the fastest crowdfund yeah so they made the they made the uh initial minimum order amount that would send it into production within hours after announcing it so they got that and it unlocked a special uh action figure the tactician the his tank tactician and then it came with the his driver right out the gate and then they added in with the tears they added in a female his tank driver aka gunner to sit in the turret uh, that's that, so pc and then they unlocked uh she's pretty awesome she is cool yeah. she's badass <laughs> and then the other tier was i believe some so gi joe is now woke as fuck no so they've always had females don't uh oh, they've always had females. don't don't get sidetracked here chris yeah let the adults talk um <laughs> let the adults discussing toys. toys talk yes so the <laughs> next tier uh unlock was i think some uh missiles or something that went on the sides like these missile turrets and i think a, an alternate canopy and some covers to go over the sides where the tracks are does that sound right yeah, the, yeah the alternate canopy because the one that came with it has like gold wings the sides yeah, flip it, up. it was like a classified um, so the, it was classified yeah, version the alternate one was the classic version yeah it was yeah. that just a clear plastic piece it was pretty much the same shape but none of the you know the hinges or anything in it so it was just one piece um, and you were correct. And then the side pieces, um, I believe it came with, I don't know if it came with both of them because they came with two of them. But anyways, there's a set that mimic more of the classic uh, toy. The his tank. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And then the final tier was uh, Cobra Commander himself, <laughs> which I was very ecstatic about. It's the retro style with the Mickey Mouse looking Cobra logo. The original I, I gotta, blue suit with the with the silver shielded face and uh, class. I gotta ask, you gonna open him? I want to really badly. Oh, dude, I don't know, man. <laughs> I got mine on the wall. I didn't punch it or anything. It's it's protected. It's held up there by some of those uh, you know those little sticky things you stick to the wall, but they're plastic, so I've got them all around it. It's just kind of pinned against the wall. I I don't know. I'm tempted to sell them, but at the same point, I'm definitely not gonna open them. Yeah. Well, I, I they'll make that old again, but not that you know that print in that backing. Yeah, I know, but I think they'll release the same figure without the Mickey Mouse logo, like with the with the regular Cobra logo. So, oh, of course they will. Yeah. She, she to, you look at a retro one with the regular logo. It's Hasbro. They're they're right. gonna, they're going to make their money out of this yeah. They're going to reuse that mold. Um, oh yes, they. Are. But anyway, so the Haslab went through, and uh, it was uh, three hundred dollars for the yeah for the his tank and uh and then all the unlocks thank god it all unlocked and made that a little more worth it because if we had only gotten the tank that would have been painful but yeah i mean so it's cool and s dog has already opened his i have yet to open mine but i will be opening it soon and i will be posting an unboxing video on our facebook page and probably our I don't even know. Do we still have a YouTube channel? I don't even fucking know at this point. But if we do, no idea. I'll put it on there as well. But it'll you guys can check it out and see what I'm talking about. But it it's um, 
a very cool thing, and we've been waiting a very long dog. When did that campaign end? It was last August, wasn't it? Not this previous August, but a year oh, ago. Uh, oh, when did it end? When did it end? Yeah, yeah. Let me see. I I was in Mexico when that thing and when that thing launched. I think I remember. <laughs> I was. I remember sending you messages from like by the pool, just chilling, like uh, ordering it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that was July. So yeah, it was in August. August, yep. end of yep. August, a y- over a year ago. So it finally shipped just a couple weeks ago, and we just got it in hand this past week. So it took damn near 17, 16, 16 months, 15 months. It took a while to get to us. It was over a year. It was damn, it was closer to a year and a half than it, you know. And usually Haslabs ship within a year, don't they? Isn't it usually a year? Yeah, yeah. So I'm not, take a year. I'm not um, sure. I've, I've gotten three others from them. Um, and they've all been, it, it depends, but they've all been a year. This has definitely been the longest one. Longest, yeah. Me. I'm sure. not sure why it yeah. took so long, but, and they won't ever tell us why, but whatever. We've got them now and they look great. I mean, I haven't opened mine yet, but the packaging is top tier. It's awesome. It's got the uh, Ron Rudat designs and very nice artwork on the box, all around wraparound box. And uh, yeah, very excited to open up my hiss tank and then hide it from Mrs. Bo because if she finds out I spent $300 on a tank toy, I will probably be living on your couch, Chris Todd. You, you well, should have bought the- two and flipped one yeah, like I did. I made I close know. to with, with all the fees and everything and the shipping out of the way, I think I made $193 to be exact. So my hiss tank cost me 107 well, that's you should have, and, and the, the key to that is you flip it as soon as you get it right because the price will drop as you hold on to them i agree yeah i think eventually those things i mean people are selling them for like five and six hundred bucks right now and eventually i think four four fifty is where that's gonna like settle um, yeah i had a i i purchased a second galactus which was a has lab and i waited to sell it i just i just like yeah, i'll throw it up when i get around to it and when i put it up and then shipping on that's very expensive. You do get really good rates. Um, I, I just go through eBay. There's probably better places to advertise and everything. They they, they rape you over the coals. Uh, but, uh, you know, I pretty much broke even on that one. Yeah. Uh, but I made money off of the this his lab. So I was or the, the has lab, the his tank. I was very happy with that. Very good. Very good. And the next one is the G.I. Joe Dragonfly Copter. That'll be the next HasLab that uh, we also backed and will be coming out hopefully. I did. I got it. Yeah. This one, honestly, I didn't back two, and I kind of wish I did now. Yeah, I only backed <laughs> I only backed the one again because I'm like, eh, I don't really. Giant Man, the same thing. And my thought behind the Giant Man is it barely made it across the finish line. Mm-hmm. And it did, it did. I think it did hit one of the tiers at least, or I have to look back. And there's going to be a lot less of them out there. But yeah. either way, I, I did back Giant Man. Okay. Yeah, I kind of dropped off Marvel Legends. I don't really collect them anymore. I'm kind of, I'm a, I'm GI Joe classified and certain Star Wars Black series. That's pretty much all I do at this point. Yeah, and Le- and Lego, there. obviously. <laughs> oh, see, uh, yeah, see, have you have you got me the knockoffs? Knockoff what? Legos. No, what do you mean? Oh, dude. Dude, what are you doing? Go to LA Express and just type in Legos, <laughs> Star Wars, 
and they literally have piece for piece replicas of a lot of the huge sets and they're like 50 percent off or less oh like the 800 hundred dollar ultimate millennium falcon the ucs series yeah yeah you'll get that for like 250 yeah yeah bucks yeah. I listen to you guys talk. I looked up the classified series Dragonfly. That is an impressive piece of kit. Yeah, it looks cool. It's gonna be good, and it comes with Wild yeah, Bill. I... <laughs> He's one crazy of legs. And who, who yeah. else we got? Is it Scarlet and uh, Pilot? We, we got Night Force, uh, Ripcord, Ripcord, yep. and Crazy Legs, and then the Glenda figure, which is basically Scarlet. No, she's not a redhead. Well, yeah, yeah, I know, but it's basically it's Scarlet's body. You know what I mean? It's it's her mold. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mold. In the tour world, we usually just yeah, it's the mold of that. Right. Yeah. But yeah, that's going to be a cool Haslab when it finally drops. I'm looking forward to that. Oh, I agree. I can't wait for it. Yeah. I'm, I'm at the hanging from the ceiling. I've got my uh, 112 scale uh, snow speeder, the one they released a while back. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was the Black Series. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have from the ceiling. It's pretty fucking awesome. I love that thing. That is awesome. Well, Not Nation, you knew we were going to talk toys this episode. <laughs> so let's talk toys. Did you did you did you pre-order uh, a vamp? I did. Yes. So a vamp. Oh, nice. For those of you who don't know, the vamp is the GI Joe Jeep, and they made a classified scale Jeep. And that's the cool thing about this Haslab because they they kind of they use the his Haslab to dip their toe in the water with with vehicles for this scale. And they saw how successful the HasLab for the Hiss went, and they said, well, fuck it. We'll make smaller scale vehicles and sell them in retail and not in HasLab. So that's what they did with this Vamp Jeep. And I think we'll get a few other things, you know, smaller single individual vehicles. Well, I mean, they've done motorcycles at this point. They yeah, did yeah. The Ram Yeah, cycle. we got the Trouble Bubble. We got the Trouble Bubble. We got the Cobra Trouble Bubble, which was very cool. And I think we'll end up with the Cobra. Is it called the the claw, the the thing with the extendable uh, uh, wings, the jetpack. Yeah, yeah, it kind of looks like um, like a white glider. Like yeah, yeah, like an ultralight or a glider almost, but mm-hmm. it's a jetpack version. Yeah, and then we'll get the Fang too. That's yeah. that one seated crazy ass helicopter the with the open top that looks like it's going to decapitate anyone who flies it. <laughs> yeah, they might want to extend the uh, top of the rotor so it sits a little higher. Oh, I, actually, I got a good story about that because I, I did print one for you and you have not picked it up from Derek. But anyways, there's a Win 12 scale version and the person that designed it and basically what they do is they just take the old toy and they, they kind of design it and the, they might cut it into pieces or, or put it in pieces that just print better and just uh, it almost becomes a model. Uh, but the one he sent me was supposedly classified scale and I printed one and I put one of the figures in it. And man, I'm like, this just looks ridiculous. And I, and I said, you know, I love your model, but hey, I tweaked this and I, I, I bumped the resolution. I'm like, that seems really small. And he goes, well, it is exact resolution. And I'm just like, dude, that's just way too scale. And he's like, well, that's kind of like the way the old toy was. So the, the same as you say, you know, my original one I printed out was two. And that's the one I have. I haven't touched it or anything. But the one the one I printed for you and Derek or D-Rock I, I bumped it up. I forgot exactly how much more I went above mine, but uh, it made a big difference. And it just looks a lot better. You'd yeah. know if you ever picked it up. Well, if Derek ever allows me to go to his house and get the stuff, I mean, he's been sitting on it. When did you bring that stuff to us? It's been 
Oh my God! 2022 March. I brought it to me on a plane because uh, when I started doing this, it was uh, yeah, I was heading home for the parade, and I'm like, I'm talking to Derek, and Derek wanted a bunch of stuff, and I, I must have been really hot on the classified series. Um, so I, I've been printing a bunch of models and sharing with them, and so and, and you, and uh, so he basically commissioned a bunch of crap for me to print for him, and I printed a ton of stuff. Right. And I'm like. The only way I could get it there was to basically make it a carry-on. Yeah, yeah. So I had this giant fucking box. It was huge. It was huge. I had so much bubble wrap and, and crap in it, and I had so much tape around it. And you could have kicked that thing like a football, and nothing would have <laughs> happened to it. I think only two things broke, and, and when I got the money's house that uh, for that parade uh, uh, excursion, I, I, we ran to the store and I got some super glue and we just fixed everything and it, nothing was uh, like where it snapped and stuff. Uh, it was, I think it was the base of one of the fangs. You can't even tell. Nice. Uh, but other than that, it, it, yeah, it delivered. I think I think I had uh, what, what did I make you a fang and a uh, um, the dreadnought, the thunder machine, and you made me yes. the cobra throne, a cobra throne, yes. I think. And yep, yep, yep. yep. Yeah, so, but I, yeah, Derek still has all that shit at his house a year and a half later. <laughs> I should have just had you ship it to me. I should have just paid for fucking shipping. Oh, well. Le- uh, lesson learned is what it is. Yeah, that pay, uh, they probably have a service. You could probably pay someone to drive to Derek's house, pick up a package, and drive it to your house. <laughs> Hell, we can get people to pick up freaking fast food for us. <laughs> Maybe I could just get Derek to ship it to me at this point since... Uh, <laughs> exactly. Uh, he, he claims it's buried in his basement under boxes of stuff because I've, I've made inquiries about it and I said, I'll come get it. You know what I mean? And he always has an excuse of why I can't come pick it up. Well, he busts your ball in our chat like sure. it's ready to go, like it's waiting on his dining room table. For He's him, full so. of shit. He's full of shit. I have made, <laughs> I have made <laughs> inquiries and efforts to go pick the shit up, and it's never. I can never connect. Much like I can never get him to record with us. I can never get him to say, "Yeah, come get it. It's here." You know. So whatever. I'll get it eventually. I need to make room for it. You know. I, I shit. I need to make room for this his tank. I just got God. Is it bigger than the original toy from the eighties? Oh yeah. It's, oh yeah. It's six inch scale. What they call one twelfth. Oh scale. yeah. Oh, okay. So, Oh, I get it. Okay. That's big. Yeah. It accommodates yeah, so six, six inch scale is every inch is basically a foot. I, so when they say six inch scale, cause most action figures are six feet tall or whatever. So they're around I, that six inch mark. So that's why the, the scale is called that. Yep. The original actually series is 3.75 inch. Yeah, just shy is, of four inch. Yep. Yeah, so it's not quite. Normally, uh, when you 3D print, it's supposed to be about 150% bigger to go from 3.75 above. But when I print everything, it's about 160 or 165%. At least when I find it big enough to make it look much better than the old, because obviously the old toys, they just, you know, <laughs> they want to save as much money as possible. Yeah, they ba- the figures barely fit in those fucking vehicles. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, but yeah, 3D printing is pretty cool. S Dog has a 3D printer. For those of you who are wondering what he's talking about when he says he printed toys for us, he actually has a 3D printer that he can make plastic toys. Three, Tom. I just bought a new one. Oh, that's amazing. (laughs) Oh, I love my new one. I need to to get you to make me a Wolverine now that I have Cover Girl. I need Wolverine, the Wolverine tank. 
Oh, the, and that Wolverine model's incredible. I love that's one of my favorite prints that I printed. It's it just the way it's designed and the, the way it prints. It prints is real easy, and actually, all the designs I print are. But that one, for some reason, with the uh, it's got the I printed uh, with the, instead of a PLA filament, which is kind of your standard filament. And uh, for people who don't know, it's a, if you've seen 3D printing, there's an FDM version um, uh, where it's got a spool on top, where it's like a big wheel, and we feed in like a band of spaghetti almost and it's plastic and basically what happens is it's pushed through a nozzle it's heated and it's basically dropped onto a heated bed and it basically is able to maneuver it's almost like a cnc machine it's x y and z axis movements um, so basically any model that's out there you drop into what they call a slicer to basically slice it horizontally to the bed plate and depending how uh, fine you can go oh. 0.0 millimeters 0.12, 0.16, all depending on what you're trying to print, how fast. And there's all kinds of options. And you slice it up, throw it on the printer, and it prints. Awesome. Um, so, a, yeah, there's a huge toy community out there. So tons of models are being designed. People are taking the old uh, scale models from G.I. Joe and, and literally redesigning them in whatever software they use. And then either sometimes they're purchased or they're just given for free out in the community of uh, 3D printing world where there's tons of different websites where these uh, models are shared and all kinds of models, not just toys, just uh, you name it, everything out there. And it's, it's pretty awesome. That is awesome. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. As, as a 50, soon to be 51 year old man, I, if I had this as a kid when I was 13, Oh, incredible make all your own incredible. you could have made your own yes. uss flag <laughs> yes the toy that none of us had when we were kids that we all as a gi joe fan you all wanted that fucking aircraft carrier for christmas and never got the fucking thing i need to text you in the background tom okay i've, I've got an option for that flag get out of here no yeah <laughs> That would be insane. Are you talking about classified you, scale? Uh, no. We'll no. talk. Uh, that would yeah. that would be an actual boat. <laughs> Not classified scale, at least. But yes, you could you could bump it up. Wow. I don't know if it was ever done in that scale. Yeah, I don't think I would ever attempt it. Um, I I printed everything from the last thing I print. I think I sent you uh, um, some samples. It was a snowcat. So it's a one twist little snowcat. It's. <laughs> I'd say it's close to almost two feet long. If that's got uh, movable treads and stuff, that's awesome. Um, I think the next, and I printed everything, all kinds of electronics, and I built electronics, uh, built a couple lightsabers that actually light up and have the sound and the motion action. Um, nice. All kinds of uh, props. I think the next thing I want to do is actually a life size R two D two. Oh wow! You can three D print an R two unit. Oh, oh god, yeah. There's tons of people out there. There's full communities, um, similar to the five hundred first. Mm-hmm. You know how they do with the stormtrooper, the different outfits and things like that for Star Wars sure. and stuff. Th- those are all nonprofits. Um, uh, they can't make any money off of all that crap that they do and all the suits they wear. And they, they do it just for the love of Star Wars and they donate time. And I think they do a lot of um, uh, charities and things like that. Uh, but Lucasfilms shares all their details with them. Oh, and then cool. the Joy people are the same way because a lot of times you go to these cons. And I remember talking to the owners of a bunch of these droids and I ask, do you make any money? Well, you know, how does this work? I'm just curious. You know, I mean, this is so interesting to me as someone who just likes to build shit. I'm like, yeah, that's right up my alley. And um, talking to them, they're just like, no, we don't make money. You see like RTG tubes and commercials and things like that. They come from these groups and basically Lucasfilm shares a lot of details with them so they can get the, their props, basically their props 
that they build and get them as accurate as possible. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I I at least want to commit to building a a life size with the full structure on the outside, Mm -hmm. but I know I'm going to go full on in and do the full remote control electronics with Ocean, the lights the and everything and the noises. Oh my god, that's uh, gonna be fuck awesome. the works, dude. I've I've already got I've got um I used to be into our little RC helicopters and stuff, and I have a uh, already a remote control radio. I think it's got about eight or nine channels, so hopefully it's enough. I'll have to look at it and see. Um, but yeah, so it's a commitment. That's you <laughs> know yeah, what that's going to be is out there. What I can't wait to see is when the Dragonfly HasLab finally drops, you know goddamn well somebody out there is going to make a remote control version of that Dragonfly, and I can't wait for that. That's going to look... Think. Yeah, not that particular one, but I could see someone taking, taking a that, yeah. helicopter yeah, yeah, and putting and, a shell around it. Yep. Obviously, the shell's going to be a lot later. <laughs> <But> <laughs> right. yes. That's yeah, going to be cool. Yeah. Yep, you could 3D print a mold and certainly do vacuum form some. Uh, you can see a lot of times those, those shells are very light. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's amazing. Just just look at YouTube. Uh, yeah. what, what can be made and done out there? Um, I, I've been uh, looking at a lot of restoration. So I've been uh, collecting a lot of the old O-ring Joes. Do you have any of those? Oh, sure. A lot of the O-rings have deteriorated over time. But, yeah, I still have the figures. Have you fixed them? Uh, no, I didn't. You can buy more oh O-rings. God. Jesus Christ, just go on Amazon. They're like next to nothing. Uh, Small Joe's, I think it is, .com. I buy little stands for them. But, yeah, there's two different uh, size O-rings that were used, depending on the year of the figure. Uh, there, you cool. can quickly look online. It's a simple, uh, I think it's a simple plumber's O-ring. Yeah. If yep. you look up the history of it, stuff like that. Yep. Uh, screws you can buy if your screws are rusted. There, There's all kinds of videos if you need to try to get the screws out without breaking your finger and things can like that. Can you buy replacement fingertips for all your figures that the fingertips have broken <laughs> off of? <laughs> that I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, my old Joes are well, in rough shape. To, well, honestly, if uh, you can buy the, uh, the full arm, you can replace the full arm. Yeah, that's true. Just take them apart with yeah. a little precision screwdriver and pop in the new. Yep. Well, depending on the room figure, it really depends on what's on the chest. Obviously, mm-hmm. what's on the chest, certain certain prints would wear off over time. Uh, certainly, Storm Shadow is one of them. Any of the white figures, yellow, yellow so bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's one of the figures I have not purchased yet. <laughs> I can't find one that I've, I'm willing to spend the money I want to spend on, you know, a little three and a half inch you know, piece of uh, plastic Yep. for my yep. use. So... Sorry, Chris. We went on a bit of a tangent. But... Yeah. No. I, no. So, so while I was listening to you guys, I just got curious. The USS Flag in 1985, when it came out, cost 109.99. That's incredible. At seven feet long. <laughs> so, it's like 110 so bucks. That's insane. I know. I remember it was a little over 100 bucks, which in the mid 80s was just out, was just unbelievable for a toy to mm-hmm. cost that much. So with inflation. That hundred and nine dollars, let's just say one hundred and ten bucks, would be rounded up three hundred and fifteen now. Which, frankly, oh God, that's, I would pay that. Still seems Same. like a, yeah. it still seems like a bargain. But do you think for one second they would actually sell it for three hundred and fifteen dollars? No, now? it would be five hundred oh minimum. No. Five hundred minimum. Oh, yeah. Oh, more than that, Tom. Yeah. Way more. Than I'd that. say se- seven fifty. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The last two toy shows you go, I went. I don't know if you remember. I posted a picture. And they had, I believe, used as a flag that was complete in box, in right? Box. Yeah. Wasn't it like six grand he wanted for it? Five or six K? Yeah. So that hundred and ten bucks turned into six thousand dollars today. Someday when I win the lottery. It reminds me of the time I was visiting my cousin in Montreal. All the, all the liquor stores are owned by the government. 
and we went to one that was half a normal liquor store and the other half was a high-end liquor store and there was a fifty thousand dollar bottle of scotch holy shit a nineteen a nineteen fifty five single malt Macallan. I've got a picture of it. Fifty thousand dollars Canadian, which you know, I mean, adjust for inflation. That was probably ten years ago, but still, it's something that you're going to drink and rapidly turn into urine. <laughs> so, I've never got really expensive booze. It doesn't make any sense to me. Mm. I mean, you're never going to open it. You're never going to drink it. I mm. mean, frankly. If I hit the lottery, one thing I would do is buy one of those stupid expensive bottles, invite a bunch of people over and just crack the fucker open and have at it. Yep. Tom, that's when they say, you know what, uh, you're, you're terminally ill and you're going to die no matter what. At this right. point, you take out all these credit cards. You make sure your relatives aren't attached to those credit cards. You just buy a bunch of stupid shit. <laughs> that's right. Go out with a bang. <laughs> right. Exactly. You're, you're like... <laughs> Who gets a debt when you die? You're like, oh, not me. It's like that movie, uh, what was Armageddon? Steve Buscemi's character when when they knew they were going up to uh, explode the asteroid. Yeah, he assumed he was going up and not coming back, so he went out and fucking took out a loan with a loan shark for like 50 grand and then went out and partied all night with hookers and all this shit, and then he ended up surviving the movie. (laughs) He's like, oh, man, I got to pay those guys back. (laughs) Although he saved the world, so I'm sure they'll probably forgive his debt. I'm just saying. Yeah, I think they made it seem like he was he was good to go. I think they would. (laughs) But he definitely had that attitude of, well, I'm going to die anyway, so I might as well just fucking ring up all this debt and go out with a bang. So, yeah, why not? Yeah, I agree. That's only right away. But hey, let's we'll continue the toy talk because it is that time of year and and it's fitting. Yep. But let's talk to Mr. Chris Todd. What I know you don't collect toys now. In fact, you sent me a uh, nice meme. <laughs> he sent me this meme a few uh, weeks ago, uh, S Dog, and it said, "Within you are two wolves," and it was like a a toy of two wolves in a bubble blister pack with two uh, plastic wolves and it said within you are two wolves and then you read the fine print and it said and they are both made of plastic because you collect toys like a fucking loser (laughs) Tom I understand people some people don't understand and that's okay yeah it's fine we all have our hobbies you know yep how many guns do you own Chris I don't think I should be giving that information. <laughs> 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 Smart answer, Mr. Lawyers. Smart but it's <laughs> uh, it's but it's more than one, isn't it, Chris? It's a few. The government's like listening the, and what the, what 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 do you say? An- <laughs> the best the best answer I will give you is several. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> you know, there you go. You have your thing. We have our thing. I it's it's and all I, good. I have a, I have a few to- I mean I don't collect like you guys do. I have a few things that you know that mean something to me. Some from my youth that are mm-hmm. sitting in a special special corner in my I I mean my collection of stuff is in my uh, spare bedroom. I mean I have a very old small model of a Millennium Falcon that comes from the late seventies. You know I've got a you know the Luke Skywalker. 12 inch figure from return of the Jedi that I got when I went to star Wars celebration two back in 2002 mm-hmm. in Indianapolis. And I've got some, I've got, I've, I found my empire strikes back metal lunchbox from when I was a kid. That's, That's pretty cool. That is cool. I'm, is that in good shape? 
Eh, I wouldn't. I mean, it's been loved. Mm-hmm. We'll say that. I got you. It's not in great shape, but it, it's pretty decent for, you know, a f- five-year-old's lunchbox. Nice. Well, let's <laughs> but let's delve in since you're not a toy collector currently, but w- when you were younger, what were some of your favorite toys that you got from Christmases in the past? Like what were some things that you think fondly back on that you would love to have today if, if you could? Yeah. What's your Red Ryder BB gun? <laughs> Red Ryder What's BB your USS flag? Yeah, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> I've got I I've got two that come to mind, and two honorable mentions. The honorable mentions were I got Autobot City, oh, Metroplex. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and a couple years after that, uh, Scorponok. Oh, I remember him too. Yeah, Ooh, those, those yeah. are big boys. Those yeah. are both yeah. nice. Yeah. So one of the cool things, my parent, my family's awesome. My parents got me so many great toys. They made sure that, that my brother and I never went without, and they were always very generous with us at Christmas and got things that were, you know, probably out of their budget. Now that I look back on it. And I remember one year after Christmas, it must've arrived late, like two days after Christmas, my mom came home from work with the GI Joe hovercraft. Oh, the whale. That's the awesome. whale. I got the whale. Now and that I would was, like to see in classified scale. That would be awesome. Oh, the whale was so cool. That thing had so many neat things on it between the missiles and the depth charges and the and the spinning props at the back. Yeah. Oh, the, that thing was awesome. I love that thing. It I actually so much fun did it actually it. float? I don't remember. No, uh, it wouldn't have. No, no, no. no. It's got wheels. It's got little wheels. Oh, on that's the right. It had the wheels. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, holes in it. on the floor. Yeah. Yeah, there were always G.I. Joe toys and G.I. Joe Transformer and Star Wars, which leads me to what I seem to remember. I had to have been five years old because it was the year Empire came out was what else? The AT-AT. Oh, I remember getting the I got the AT-AT for Christmas when I was five. And that thing was it's still it's still in my parents house someplace. And I think they saved the box. Actually, the box is in rough shape the last I saw it. But yeah. When you're a little kid getting an ad at for Christmas? Oh yeah, especially if you had the snow speeder to go with it and you could reenact that scene from Hoth. Fucking I did have the snow speeder. Amazing. Oh, that on in there? Oh yeah. Mhm. Yeah, I remember I had a, I had a lot of the Empire toys. I had the ad at, I had the Hoth playset. I eventually got an ATST which <laughs> So I was walking my dog today and I was thinking about this very topic and I got to thinking we always call it the ad at all-terrain armor transport. Nobody calls it an ATAT because that would be stupid. Mm-hmm. But we ca- but we call the Walker an ATST, and it finally dawned on me why. Because if you tried to say it like the letters are, it would sound like you're at a rave. X X X X X. So so yeah, but the ad you know I had the I had the snow speeder. I had the, like I said I had the Hoth playset complete with the Imperial probe droid that just sort of fell over to act like it blew up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I had the X-Wing with battle damage. Nice. I had a lot of, I had a lot of those. They, I had a lot of the cool stuff. I had the Dagobah playset, Yoda's house. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love yeah. that place. It didn't have like the little swamp where you could have the R2-D2 and it Sinking. was basically like yeah. out with some oh, slit in yeah. it. And you it was, it yeah, it was, a, it was a foam with a, with a cross, yeah. cross-shaped slit that you pushed R2 through. <laughs> <laughs> it was like this little eight in the place. Yeah, and then there was the button you'd press and the little plastic uh, 
toothpicks would pop up and you could like set the the uh little um cargo boxes, boxes on them and it yeah. would look like luke was <laughs> levitating with his force power amazing good times yeah, yeah. i yeah. think it also I, uh, had a lever it had like this thing you could clip the luke figure on and then you'd move yep. it up and down and it could look like he was levitating himself and spinning around on the back side yep. of the dagobah cave <laughs> Uh, yeah, and the, and the Hoth pl- the Hoth playset had the uh, had the turret with the gun on it. Yeah, the ion and the cannon. Pla- <laughs> yep, and the little and the little thing that stuck up that you put the probe droid on that you flip the button and the and probe droid pop just off. popped up and fell over when you <laughs> shot it. Perfect. Yeah, like representative blowing up. Yep. Oh yeah. Remember the, the Wampa- remember the fucking Tauntaun actually had like a you could open the belly. <laughs> Yep, and put a figure inside it. I'm like, this is dark, like for a kid toy. That was a little dark having the tauntaun. Well, well, have you seen now they make the ta- 80s? Come on, have you rewatched 80s movies? <laughs> <laughs> have you ever well, seen Bad News Bears? Oh yeah, that is not politically <laughs> like correct 70s, today. Early 80s, yeah. but come on, that's like the mindset of half of these toys. Right. Like, it didn't kill the kid. Who cares? Right, that's right. Bad news bears. Yep. Eh, why don't we have a, just an alcoholic leading a children's team and <laughs> with a bunch of profane? Oh yeah. I th- I think actually looking back, I think probably most of my Star Wars toys came from the Empire years. Yeah. I had a good number it's of the these. Uh, are honestly, arguably the best film, but Re- Return of the Jedi is still my favorite. Hmm. It's it's yeah. just personal preference. It has nothing to do with the quality of the film. Chris, I agree with you. That's just more of a memory and just the time frame when I saw that and how I saw it. Definitely. Well, I I will always remember seeing Return of the Jedi. Must have been right around the time it opened with my parents and then going to Pizza Hut right afterwards. Mm -hmm. I don't know why it always sticks. Those red plastic cups. Yep. That was back in the day when Pizza Hut was awesome. When they brought the pizza out in the pan that was a million degrees, mm-hmm. and they had and they had the actual salad bar. Oh yeah, and yep. the, like you said, the red plastic cups that for some reason made soda taste better, <laughs> and the black and white plastic uh, table um, tablecloths. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, the good old days. Hey, fun fact: Did you know that for a time that Pizza Hut was actually the largest the largest consumer of kale in the United States. Really? Yeah. That's what they put for decoration on their salad bars. <laughs> Did not know that. So fun fact, there you go. Nat nation. You're smarter today. Thanks. How about us dog? What's a, what's a favorite toy from your youth Christmas toy present that uh, you wish you still had today? Uh, that I wish I still had, uh, probably or the biggest that I wish I still had. Uh, well, it was probably a Shogun warrior. Oh, I, yeah. what those are. I remember those. Yeah, yeah. I, I think Cowboy collects those or did at one point. Really? Uh, I forget. Cowboy. Yeah, yeah. I remember seeing those in his collection. He, yeah, we talked a tiny bit I, when I went to his house when he had it upstairs in one of his rooms. It was all fully set up, uh, which is <laughs> it wasn't often. Yeah, yeah. So it's one of those. My uncle's partner gave me that for Christmas one year. I didn't ask for it. I think it was like 10. And they, you know, they handed me this this Japanese freaking robot toy, you know, and, and these were those cartoons that you catch, you know, once every two or three weeks at a time. You probably know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. Gotcha Men series, the, the old Battle of the Planets, yeah. and then you'd catch some of these other, uh, you know, import Tra- cartoons. Transor Z. So 
<laughs> oh yeah, they, they were all just so much better than the crab. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. The Americans would make. Uh, so I was handed his toy, and uh, it was just awesome. I just remember it being kind of expensive. It was in the twenty dollar range, I think, back then, and uh, I cherished I think for ever. And they were horrible, if you remember them. It's articulation. They just had these long, stiff legs. They had yep. almost like these little wheels in the bottom, almost like they had roller skates on. There's no knees. But no their but their fists would fire off. They could like yes. So they're launched yeah, there. <laughs> I think their heads like, turned, or might even been solid. I think the heads turned, and the arms went straight out and straight up, and that was it. There was no mm-hmm. elbow bend, and yeah, exactly. Depending on what you had, mine had like a disc. This guy had uh, it was red head and had spikes. I'd have to Google it to see his exact name. I don't remember it. But he would shoot, not his fist, but he had something that went on top of his fist, and he would shoot these uh, discs out of it. And of course, I shot myself in the eye with it and hurt myself. Oh, of course. It's <laughs> a, a, a rite of passage. <laughs> we own lawn darts. Almost and, shooting and, your eye and, out. You know, the, yeah, all that kind of good stuff. Awesome. I, but that, but you didn't, shoot, you I didn't would, shoot your eye out, though, right? No. No. I would I, say... Okay. When Transformers first came out, my grandparents gave me Optimus Prime, and that was, like, the best. I loved that fucking toy. And I remember it was awesome trying to figure out how to transform it from robot to truck mode and back and forth. And then it became a uh, challenge who could transform their Transformer quicker between my brother and I, he got Megatron, which I buy. By the way, I thought was fucking crazy that my my parents would buy my kid brother a literal toy gun because the Megatron, the original Megatron toy, transformed into that fucking pistol. <laughs> it looked like a gun. There was no red tip. Yeah, and no. now now uh, now all the Megatron toys he turns into a tank. He's a tank, yeah. He's no longer yeah. a gun, but he originally he was a gun. gun forever. Yeah, he was originally a gun with the sight and everything, and the sight became his arm cannon when he transformed into a robot. But yeah, so uh, my brother Rob got Megatron, and I got Optimus Prime, and we had some epic fucking battles with those toys. Those were great. Also, obviously the GI Joe Cobra Terror Drome was a favorite of mine and I you know I've I've Both said of it. them yeah I was gonna say yeah, yeah I was gonna say you got two of those right we have discussed this in past episodes <laughs> uh I was blessed with two because my grandfather uh did not communicate properly with my mother and so my parents bought me one and my grandfather also bought me one and I ended up getting both of them for Christmas that year and that was an amazing Christmas and I had some amazing backyard battles with both pterodromes set up on opposite sides of the yard on dirt piles sitting up on piles and that was like cobra island and then of course the joes would come in in their tanks and their and the awe striker and all their shit and come in and bat and oh man we had some great backyard battles with those pterodromes that was fucking amazing and the other amazing part is I still have those fucking things, if you can believe that, S-Dog. I still have both my pterodromes. They're not complete. I have well, lost pieces over the years. Yeah, let me know what you're missing. Uh, that, uh, the pterodrome, the whale, there's a bunch of, uh, well, actually, it's about any part you can find, but uh, I see a ton of people losing parts for the pterodrome, the whale, things like that. So pretty much any part that's out there, I can probably pay for it. Oh, wow. Very yeah. cool. 
Yeah, because I still have both of them. One of them, I'll bet you if I cannibalize the two of them and put them together, I could probably make one complete Terradrome out of them. But yeah, that's I still... another thing. Yeah, check check Google. There's tons of people to do those restorations and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen a, a Terradrome restoration on online and crap. So if you do have something broken, plenty of people have fixed things, and uh, people do make parts. You can actually go on Google and people 3D print all kinds of replacements and stuff. So it's awesome. Yeah, and your toys. <laughs> I'll give you a hand. <laughs> Send nice. one to me. I'll take them. <laughs> Very cool. But yeah, so those are uh, some fond memories, uh, toys of Christmas past, if you will. And I'm sure we all have them out there. I'm sure Not Nation, you all have your favorite toys. And I know Derek, D-Rock, and Jay Money do as well. And uh, it'd be nice to hear about theirs. But, you know, they're not with us today. So we can only speculate. That Jay Money's favorite toy is that Barbie doll he got in the Christmas of 83. What was your favorite uh, Christmas present? Doesn't necessarily have to be a toy. What was your most? I think that's just when you woke up in the morning, you know, you would have been a viral video. Right? I, like an idiot. Uh, probably the Atari 2600 when we got that. When Same we with got me. Our original that Atari system. And then subsequently the Nintendo um, after that. Uh, those were a couple of the best Christmas memories getting those video game systems. Those were fucking awesome. 600 was mine. Mine too. Yeah. Yeah. I remember, uh, uh, used to, my parents used to go out on the weekends and uh, we used to go and snoop in the closets and stuff like that and look for <laughs> presents. And we found it. And, oh, oh, oh. and, uh, somehow they found out we found it and they, they tricked us. At least I was the youngest of all three kids, but they basically acted like they called the, their, their cousin or whatever. And they said they were holding it for them to hide it from their kids. <laughs> and I fucking, I fucking bought that shit. I, I think it was like 10, whenever that thing came out. Yeah, I was born 72s or whatever the years are, how they work. So, yeah, so I was totally tricked. So that morning when we got it, I was like, oh, my God, we actually got it. And then uh, my got us, a, you know, a couple of games and, you know, we had games from all the different uh, relatives because they knew we were getting it. So it was pretty awesome. Yeah, man. Pitfall and Space Invaders and all those. I remember remember that game called Adventure. It was like the <laughs> the 8-bit version of Final Fantasy. It was <laughs> It's like supposed to be, you'd go into these different caves and, and fight a dragon. Do you remember that? It was called Adventure. I, I did. I remember seeing pictures of it. I've never had it. I didn't play it. Uh, I love uh, that I fucking I, I game. It was so simple. You were just a dot, a single pixel on the screen. And then you'd have like an arrow, which was supposed to be your sword. And you'd go into these little caverns and a dragon would come out at you. And you'd have to like hit it in the exact spot to kill it. Or it would, you know, eat you. And that was basically the whole premise of the fucking game. It was like the first RPG. It, it was 8-bit Atari RPG. And I loved it. That pitfall was great, you know all those old games. Yeah, we had the original the, the Frogger. Frogger I think that was our yeah. big game. That we, yeah, we got with original combat. Was it? Isn't yeah, that what the original twenty six hundred Mi- came with missile yeah. command, and you had those fucking wheel <laughs> controllers and. <laughs> well, it was pong too, didn't it? Yeah. Come with the pong and the, yeah, we had the paddles. Yeah, yeah. Good times, and then Nintendo came out with Duck Hunt. And the fucking pistol, the light pistol, and uh, oh man, remember gyroscope? It was like this fucking weird thing. You had to like, it, it was like a little robot that you played with, and it would like release this top type thing Rob. at a certain time. Yeah, Rob, Rob the Rob. robot, right? Yeah, so you'd use that and play gyroscope, and uh, oh my god, Dig Dug, and all those fucking. 
Galaxy. Old school games. So much fun. If you can believe it, I'd never owned a Nintendo. Never. Really? Not an NES. I was I was it was prime right in my era, but you gotta remember I was a Commodore Commodore kid. Right. So I had a 128, which is basically a Commodore 64. That's all ever mode I played it in. But that's where all my games were played. Money was the same way. Money didn't have a Nintendo. Hmm. He played he played all his video games during high school and those years when kind of Nintendo was big for us were, was on the Commodore 64. Huh. Played all the games there. We got them all for free. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> we had ways. Of course. Even back then. Yeah. Just like today. Uh, what was your Yeah, just like today. What well, what's your favorite Chris Christmas present? I, you made me think. I think I got I got an NES for Christmas one year. That was pretty big. You know, I'm I'm still remembering Five-year-old me opening that box with the ad-ad in it and just fucking losing my mind. At yeah. five, I would have lost my mind, too. Yeah, I, I, very cool toy. Yeah. yeah, it was either five or six at that point. So it was that was a big one. And it's funny because, yeah. you know, you look back at that toy now and it doesn't seem that big. But when you're that age, that toy is huge. And it's, you know what I mean? It's sitting in your living room and you got all your figures around it and you're, you know, reenacting scenes from the movie. It's so fucking awesome. <laughs> And one of the neatest things was it actually came with the battery because it had the guns under the the chin guns, which were basically two clear plastic rods yep. that went back and, that moved back and forth, but they had a light shining through them. Yep, yep. And it made a noise, so it sounded like it was firing. Mm-hmm. But in normal life, it would take four D batteries, <laughs> but this thing came with this super long battery that was equivalent of four D batteries. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've never seen it since. It was the weirdest damn thing that you just like the, it must have been just 4D batteries in a sleeve or something. But I remember that for some reason. And you know, the fact that you could put all the characters inside it and they had a little peg that went in the bottom of their foot, mm-hmm. you know, and, and then you could, you know, have Luke Skywalker hanging beneath it. Yeah. It was now, now it just got me getting wistful about that. Mm-hmm. Head over to eBay. There you go. Go get yourself an ad at. Set that sucker up on the shelf. Why would I go to eBay? I could just take it from my parents' house where it's oh, that's still right. Oh, there you go. Oh, even better. But, yeah. oh, I, get it. oh, oh, listen. My my Star Wars toys are all still in storage at my parents' house, but I, they're in pretty rough shape. They were they were played with pretty heavy. That's buried in the back. They were loved. Oh yeah. I used to take them out in the snow and build in the snow banks. I don't know if you did that, Tom. That was probably the coolest thing to do with your G.I. Joes or oh, yeah. your Star Wars toys is to just, you know, it was that nice to get the huge snow banks and things like that. And it was a nice day, one of those, you know, summer to, or winter days when you had the sun shining, but it was still 30 degrees and cold as shit, but you didn't care. <laughs> right. Yeah. You were out no, there. No, realized your, there was no figures. wind. You didn't care. That's you were so it. bundled up. But yeah, I remember just going out there with those, all the hot scenes. Mm-hmm. Remember when you could actually buy a package of just the guns and accessories for G.I. Joe figures oh, yeah. to replace the ones you lost? Yeah, if, if Hasbro was smart, they would start doing that now for the classified scale and amp up the plastic in them so they're not so fucking rubbery. What's up with the rubbery weaponry that they've been dishing out to assess Dude, dog? You know how many toys I, I fucking open? I have to whip out the freaking heat gun and, and heat up a, a sword or this or that and bent. And it's because of that. Um, it's just the, the QC has been horrible. I've had a few where I've actually broken ones mm-hmm. where the knees have just been so stiff. Um, just the tolerances are just gone to shit right. where you start getting, they keep using those molds 
and your tolerance, the tolerance go to hell, and all of a sudden you get these loose hips and things like that. I, I hear a lot of QC controls on a lot of those repaints that are coming out. Multi-billion sure. dollar toy company, and they can't fucking get that shit together. Yep. That's ridiculous. And if and of all the lines that they have, that's the one they should pay closest attention to because, let's face it, the collectors of that particular line are looking for stuff like that. You know what I mean? You think they would... Oh, right. Exactly. They would avoid that shit. And then you got Valiverse and the quality of those figures as a comparison. It's like, Jesus Christ. I mean, the Valiverse weapon packs are amazing. I don't know if you've ever bought any of those, but I recommend No, do you have any? Oh, yeah, they're great. They're awesome. Okay. And they do smoke effects and blast effects for the guns and everything. They're really nicely done. Very, very nicely done, those Valiverse weapon packs. The attention to detail on those weapons are really, really nice. He, Bobby Valla guy, he's he's a former Hasbro guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard he was disgruntled when they originally started, or they wouldn't start the line. So he said, "F you," and basically said, "I'll do it myself." Yeah, he went out and start, and he took over Action Force and did action and and did his own thing with the Valiverse figures. But yeah, they're they're really nicely done. So I recommend them if you haven't checked out at least the weapon packs. I recommend you know. If you're not, into yeah, they, they have a, yeah, they have a one twelve scale vehicle. That's, uh, I think they're getting ready. Yeah. The Rizvani. Vanguard. Yeah. Yeah. The Rizvani, the Vanguard. Yep. Yep. I think, I think they want one eighty five for it. It comes with that initial figure and that's, that's all I know. Yeah. I don't even know what it goes up. And it, it, I, I think it's going to be available in a couple different colors and it holds, I think eight figures they said, Jesus. which is fucking crazy to me, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah it's six inch scale so 112 and uh it looks pretty massive they showed a picture um they compared it they got their Haslab his tank and put it next to their vanguard for uh scale comparison size and the vanguard is significantly larger so, oh definitely yeah. it's, it's different shape too yeah 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 i did see, i did see that picture yeah i mean sure. the his tank's a one-man tank i mean it's not supposed to be yeah. very large so I think it's large enough, but anyway, I digress. Valiverse, check out those weapons. They're very cool. But yeah, so Hasbro could uh, learn from Vala and uh, start stepping up their game on the on the weaponry, the gummy weapons and shit. That, that shit's got to stop. That's ridiculous. But yeah, they should do weapons packs. I agree, Chris. Those were great. Well, I just thought that was funny. They knew their, they knew their audience. They knew we were going to lose them. So. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Or break them, you know. Exactly. Uh, yes. Yeah. I remember my, my X-Wing. I think I broke one of the guns and my cat we had at the time ate the other one off. <laughs> Gotta love animals. Uh, at least your sister didn't take them all apart. Oh, no. Yeah, I had a one uh, year for Christmas and uh, God, I must have been only eight years old. I was pretty young. Uh, or maybe nine. And I got the X-Wing and the TIE Fighter and I never had them for a little while. And then, yeah. Sister had a little uh, screwdriver and decided, I want to know why these things or how they work and took them all apart. Like uh, they, they were all pulled back together, but uh, uh, one of them never worked quite right after that. Oh, wow. That sucks. <laughs> well, I think it was the TIE Fighter. That's the one that I think made uh, the noise. Yeah, that oh. was the for some reason. Yeah. It's, a shame you had to, it's a shame you had to write off your sister and never speak uh, to her again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and when the wings so popped up, right? Yeah. So you know what's funny thinking back to those old Star Wars toys from the early 80s? 
when you just mentioned they made noise because I remember the ad at and the, and the X wing and the tie fighter and the snow speeder. I actually had a B wing too. They all made, oh, nice. they, all, they all made noise. It was so awful. Yeah. Like it was such pathetic, like wheezing, awful mechanical noise that just didn't sound like anything from the movies. No. And now when you ever see a toy that makes noise, it sounds like it, it is spot on. Right. But now it's just like, eh, Eh, eh. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, we still thought it was cool you know what i mean At that it age. was i mean when you're a kid it was great you mean you'd have the little light you know the proto led lighting up and you're like this is great nowadays you look back you're like god the, the noise they made was awful back then <laughs> <laughs> remember those old uh pocket video games we had oh yeah just oh, like, oh literally geez. literally leds underneath it you know there's like a plexiglass football screen across the top of it so. <laughs> Or your baseball triangle was literally just an LED. Your guy's on first, so it just went red. <laughs> uh, that was so bad. Yeah. I had one oh. where it was uh, it was so cool, though, because uh, you had like three or four pitches, and the guy you were playing against, it was two-player. So you, you, you had it in front of you on one end, and the pitcher, there was a little flap that opened up, and you could pull out the pitcher controller. It had a little cord on it, and they could select up to like three or four pitches. And you would have the time when you hit it and stuff. So it did make a difference. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's about as cool as it got back then. <laughs> yep. Now they have the Nintendo had- Switch. All these handheld things. Crazy. Fucking nuts. Just pick your phone up. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Just pick your phone up. Yeah. All right, yeah, my brother and I, My brother and I had those, had those like little, I think it was a Pac-Man and maybe a Galaga that looked like the little console games, like oh, the actual yeah. video game consoles, but were about a foot tall. Yes, I remember those. Yeah, and they they had there was like what four C batteries in the bottom of them or yeah. something like that. Yeah, yep, yep. Yep, yep. My buddy had the Donkey Kong. Nice. Well, we should probably wrap things up. We've been talking toys for a while now, <laughs> which is I, think I could we talk. Chris for a while. Uh, honestly, I no, I I'm he's not into it. it. I, yeah, you, you, <laughs> frankly, you're you're giving me some ha- you know kind of warm fuzzies thinking about Christmas the days past. Well, hopefully, we're doing that for it, Not Nation as well. They're like these grown men talking about toys. What but, the fuck? Listen, listen. What it comes down to is you know it's a little different for you two because you have kids. And I know S dog, your ki- your kids are a little older. And Tom, you you know you've still got two real you know Zach and um, Olivia. Well, how- Who's Christopher Todd? Olivia, I was just trying to think. How old is she? She'll be ten. This is probably yeah, so her last year of believing in you know who. This is going to be. Yeah. So, she so you Yeah, she does. Yeah, she does. But like I said, so- she's starting to question and. Things are starting to make sense to her. She's starting to put things together on her own. So I think this that's is, a good thing, Tom. Well, good. That that makes things are running normal upstairs. Because yeah. about that age, you're like, wait yeah. a minute here. If you're yeah. not putting two and two together, and then you got other issues. But <laughs> you know, she yeah. still well, wants well, to believe in the ma- in the magic of right. it and all that. Yeah, you so she's holding her. on a little bit long, well, and uh, I think this well, is the last year she's going to find out. You know, after this, yeah. what's well, going on really? Well, good on you. You know, really, it's good on you and Mrs. Bo for keeping it going this long with her and all your kids and you too, S dog. But, you know, it's you guys get to see Christmas through, you know, kids eyes every year. And that's pretty cool. But for God's sakes, I'm a 48 year old bachelor. Right. You know, Christmas doesn't quite ring the same now as it did when I was a kid. But it means something in a different way, because now it's more about family and, you know, just the time of year. And, you know, let's be honest nobody's getting any younger. Right. Um, so, 
you know, spending time with the people you care about and frankly, the food, because my family Christmas dinners are epic, always have been maybe not quite the same as when my grandmother was alive. And, you know, we had to eat at the, eat at their house for three days after Christmas to get the leftovers down where it actually fit in the fridge. <laughs> oh, I'm not making that up. We had to eat there for at least three nights because they put all the leftovers to the back porch oh, wow. because they wouldn't, they wouldn't fit in the fridge. Right. My, we start off with a 20 to 30 pound prime rib. Good. We don't fuck around in my family when it comes to food, especially at the holidays. You know, a big ass prime rib, probably a 10 or 15 pound pork loin. By the time grandma was done, 10 pounds of pasta, plus all the vegetables and bread and fix it. My God, we ate like kings. So, you know, I don't get, I don't quite, you know, Christmas presents are great. And I love that people think enough about me to give me stuff. And I, and whatever anybody ever gives me, no matter what it is, if I can use it or not, if it's like, whatever, it really is the thought that counts at this point in my life. But you know what? Nothing hits the same as toys did when you're a little kid. Right. And it doesn't matter what it is. When you're a little kid and you open a toy on Christmas morning, it's the best thing ever. <laughs> right. It is. Yep. And you know what? I, I'm sure I can speak for us dog when I say this. When you're a 50 year old man and you open a toy that you can't, it's the best thing. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to open that fucking his tank ass dog. I really can't. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. The, the best part about it is, I think, is you know you got the batteries in it. There's a couple of functions you hit at the bottom. There's a little button, and you go through them and you cycle through the the light functions button, which is sitting there doing nothing. If you open up the back hatch. The little red light automatically kicks on in the back where oh. the little guys sit and stuff. And go, yeah. I'm and like, that oh, is, that is my a favorite fe- part. That's a feature <laughs> they added to the HasLab Hiss that I, that I think is a vast improvement to the original Hiss tank. You can actually open up the back of the tank and, back. and people can, there's a gunner's rack. There's a rack in there for weaponry <laughs> and you can actually sit an extra guy in there. I think that makes so much sense because that was all dead space in that original his tank toy. It yep. was just empty plastic. And it's like, why wouldn't you make that accessible so you could put some stuff in there? I think I remember you could pull the turret gun turret out and you could shove shit in there that way but it it wasn't like functional you know what i mean like it didn't have like a hatch that opened where you could have extra troops sitting in there and this new haslab hiss does as we will see when i do the not another nerdy podcast unboxing and that is coming up don't worry it will be happening soon folks well the last thing i'll say on this just to test the theory if anybody in that nation wants to see if I can have the same reaction. If anybody wants to get me a Kimber 1911 and 45 ACP, when I open that, I want to see if it gives me the same excitement as opening a toy when I was eight. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it will, Chris, but nobody's going to get that for you. <laughs> Fuck. Maybe. Well, you're... you know, you can't blame a guy for trying. No, I'll give you an A for effort. But, hey, we need to wrap up because we have been talking yeah. toys for a while. And, uh Christmas is coming, and I got to get editing. So, uh, is there anything you guys want to recommend to Not Nation? Anything coming out in the near future that you think people should be checking out, or any toys you want to recommend to anybody out there, to collectors? Anything S Dog you think uh, people should be aware of? Uh, get a three D printer. There you um, go. No, no, no. Are no, they honestly, more affordable now? Because they used to be really yeah, expensive. Let me. Yeah, yeah. Choose your printers wisely. 
there's a lot of companies out there. There's a lot of brands. But if you're just looking to get into it from a, a standpoint of, hey, I don't want to tinker. I'm not an engineer. I'm not this. I'm not that. They're way more doable nowadays. They take no interaction. My new printer, it's not of a lack of me knowing what to do. It's just I got sick of messing with my other one and I just wanted the upgrade. And it's incredible. It's basically press and play. Nice. It's like, you know, kind of know what you're doing with slicing and, and, and getting your models ready, which is super simple to do. There's more than enough uh, videos out there for it. Go get a printer. All right. Bam- Bamboo Labs. That's that's who makes that's the who, recent one I have. That's the um, one you They got? have an A1 Mini you can get for two ninety nine. That's not bad. No, not at all. It's it's ready to go. And the basically fil- the filament you is hope- usually pricey though, right? The plastic that you- uh, no. No, not at all. Oh. I uh, I'll pay anywhere from ten dollars to twenty five dollars a spool, depending on what color, Ooh. what brand, and, and what bad. time frame. Oh, that's not bad at all. Yeah. Yeah. And one of those spools, um, like let me see, uh the thing I printed you, that's maybe a spool's worth. Okay. Well, I need time, to. I'm so going to be commissioning. I'm going to be commissioning a, a triple T tank for my Sergeant Slaughter, and I need. All to, right, I've got the shell already done. And I need so a. Uh, I need a Wolverine for Cover Girl. So those are the next two things I'll be commissioning from you. So. Okay. I could do that. Not a problem. I've been wanting to print another one of those anyways. Awesome, Chris. Anything you want to recommend to Not Nation? About just toys or anything? Or just anything in general. Anything coming out in the near future? You Anything you've seen recently that you liked and want to recommend? doesn't have to be toy related, but... I would say I'm excited for the Rebel Moon series coming out on Netflix. I'm, I don't know the story great, but the hype has been so big, I kind of want to check that out. And the previews look pretty interesting. And I heard it's, that uh, falls. it's kind of a Star Wars ripoff. Very Star Wars-esque. Yeah. That's well, what they're what, saying. Wasn't it, 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 I thought the background was this was his Star Wars movie. He was the making of Star Wars, and they said, "Hell no, you're not making a Star Wars movie." He said, "Well, fuck you. I'll just make my own movie." Yeah, I and think that's the same concept. Yeah, I, I think that's, that's what this is. Yeah, Zack Snyder wanted to make a Star Wars, and they were like, "Nah, we don't want you to make a Star Wars." And he's like, "Well, I'm going to make my Star Wars." So yeah, that is. Yeah, I think it's Star Wars light. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to checking that out, seeing if it's any good. But what I will say that the two things that I've been watching on Apple TV that are exceptional is if you haven't been watching it, the series for all mankind, which is in season four right now is, is one of the best science fiction shows that's ever picture a combination of Battlestar Galactica and Mad Men put into one TV show. Oh, wow. That's how good this is. Totally worth it. It's based on an alternate history of the space race if it would have kept going between the Americans and the Russians. So in it's in its fourth season, it's beyond exceptional, totally worth it. You should binge watch the first three seasons, totally worth it. And Monarch legacy of monsters. Anybody who's a fan of Godzilla got to watch that. Um, also on Apple TV. Does that have Kirk, uh, Kirk, Kirk, Russell. Kirk Russell and Wyatt, Kurt his Russell. son? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's good. Oh, excellent. Excellent. Do you need do you need any background of any past Godzilla movies history beyond nope. know what Godzilla? Nope. Okay. If you have a rough idea of who Godzilla is, they'll fill in all the gaps for if you. If you know what okay. kaiju if you know what kaiju are, you're good to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just didn't know if this were what um, universe it was branching off of because there's that uh, Godzilla minus one which just came out, which Tom talked about at the beginning of the show. You know, that kind of this- thing. So. This might have been related to one of the movies, but it's not important if it was. Okay. Okay. You know, the the gist of it is it's af- he destroyed San Francisco. That's what you need to know. Okay. And San Francisco is now a wasteland because Godzilla destroyed it. 
But the big recommendation and what I've been doing is on the 26th of December on Hulu, what those of us who've been a big fan for some years now have learned is the final season of the show Letterkenny is dropping. I've mentioned this once or twice on the podcast, but if you've never watched this show, go back. There's 11 seasons. It sounds like a lot, but none of them are more than seven or eight episodes, and they're all 20, 25 minutes long. It is easily one of the funniest TV shows that has ever been made. The smartest writing, the funniest jokes. And if you watch it as many times as I have, you stop talking like a normal human being and start talking in in Letterkenny, which is its own language. The gist of a show, it's a small town in Canada that's populated by three main groups, Hicks, Skids, and hockey players. And if you don't laugh your balls off by the end of the first episode, I, I don't know what's wrong with you. <laughs> okay. So I would say go back, binge the first 11 seasons before the 12th one comes out, and it's spinoff series Shorzy, which is all about a minor league hockey team in Canada, which is basically a love letter to the game of hockey and hockey players. You should all watch it. It's a show that's a kind of an underground cult hit, but should be more mainstream because it's that good. Hmm. Okay. Kind of like Shit's Creek. That was kind of an underground Better. thing, but it was, you know, then after it finished, everyone recognized it and celebrated it. Yeah, my, my wife egg. binged that. Yeah. It's Shit's Creek. Shit's Creek's pretty but fun. You're, yeah, you're at the yeah. first, Chris. To certainly recommend that comedy. And I will back Chris's uh, recommendation of For All Mankind. As he said, binge it. Uh, me and the wife have done that over the past probably month. So we're all caught up. I think we're on episode five right now of the current season, which I think six is out, right? So I think we're one, yeah, I think one so. episode. Yeah, so we're not quite up to the current state. But yes, I would agree. It's it's fucking a lot of fun. <laughs> Let me tell you. Cool. Well, yeah, it's the same guy who made Battlestar Galactica. So good. The okay. new version. The remake. Yeah. So that yeah. So that tells you how good it Does is. Does it have a few of those same actors from Battlestar in it? No. None of them came over? No. There's nobody you'd really... There's a bunch of ca career character actors you'd recognize. Like, the guy... This is He's the guy who was in that thing. Yeah. Um, oh, I know that guy. Like, he's, one of the main actors is the guy who played Flag in Suicide Squad. Okay. Yeah, he was in the re recent movie Silent Night, that, that uh, uh, John Woo movie mm -hmm. that's out there. Okay. He was also... Yeah, he also did that Netflix series... Uh, Fuck, I forgot. Alter Carbon, I think it was. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah he was yeah, the main a, character in that. That was hard for me to get yeah, into. Yeah, he's that guy. That was that hard guy. for me to get into that yeah. show. S-Dog could back me up. There's a lot of actors in it who you look at and go, oh, I know who that is. I know him. But you don't remember. Yeah. But not having any big-name actors doesn't take a thing away from how high-quality a show it is. All right, cool. Uh, I will try to check that out in my limited free time. <laughs> So I will recommend Reacher Season 2 on Amazon Prime. Oh, yes, that too. Call. I just watched the first three. <laughs> uh, the first season of Reacher was fucking awesome, and uh, Alan Richson is fucking awesome. And he is Dude, he's even bigger in this series. He's a monster. He's yes. just a giant well, well, Reacher, human being. Well, well, Reacher is supposed to be huge. The fact they right. cast Tom Cruise to play him was ridiculous. Yeah, I agree. But the show is perfect, and he is perfect in it, and it's great. And I highly recommend Reacher. If you haven't already watched season one, go watch that. <laughs> and then season two just started, and it's it's great. Picks up right where it left off. 
What's your name? I'm just a guy who doesn't like to get involved. <laughs> that was such a good line the first episode. Uh, yep. So that's my recommendation, Not Nation. Um, and obviously, toys, G.I. Joe classified series are great. Uh, the Valiverse figures are great. And anything Mandalorian related for Black Series, Star Wars Black Series, I collect as well. And, and Lego. Obviously, I love Lego. So, yeah, those are my toy recommendations. And uh, thanks for listening to our toy centric special episode number 92 of not another nerdy podcast we will be back in the new year 2024 with pretty much uh, the same format and different alternating co-hosts uh, chris and i will be here as always but we'll have a gaggle of guests to co-host with us and like i said money and d-rock you're more than welcome to join us anytime you like but just not gonna lean on you anymore guys not gonna rely on you because you've uh, prevented us from recording one time too many the definition of insanity is when you continue to expect the same thing and uh, you get a different result it doesn't happen it doesn't although happen. Okay. Although, according to Spotify, our most listened to episode was the last one you were on, S-Dog, if you recall. I don't want to recall. Yeah. Yeah, well. Somehow that was our... Yeah, I don't know how that was our most popular one. Well, it it shouldn't be. No. And we don't want that kind of episode again, you know what I mean? Like, we don't... We're not looking for that. We want a, not family-friendly, but a a friendly podcast where everyone's about their wits and talking nerdy. Talking A-right. Talking nerdy. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, what is the definition of insanity? I think I screwed that up. It's when you... You did screw that up big time. Yeah. It's it's when you continue to do the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. Expecting different results. That's what it is. There you go. So, yeah, I, I, I keep expecting them to show up and record with us. And it's just the definition of insanity because uh, they never do. So I'm tired of being insane. <laughs> that was kind of my point. <laughs> We're tired of you being insane too, Tom. Right. I was insane over a podcast a long time ago. My previous podcast made me insane at the end. I don't have time for the drama. And I don't want this podcast to make me insane. I'm good. <laughs> right, S-Dog? Oh, I agree. Yeah craziness all right on that note ladies and gentlemen this has been not another nerdy podcast on behalf of my magical and metal co-host mr christopher todd not nation merry christmas happy new year try to be good to each other and the enigmatic s dog mr steve degray paul what chris said yes happy new year merry christmas all that good stuff Happy Hanukkah, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, Festivus for the rest of us. Happy holidays to all of you out there in Not Nation. Thank you very much for listening as always. My name is Tom Van Zant. We will talk to you again in the new year, 2024. And until then, bye-bye. Later. Bye-bye. I forgot about Festivus. Oh, yeah. How do you forget about Festivus? The airing of grievances. Come on. I got a lot of problems with you people. (laughs) I don't like the world we live in. There's not deadly Seinfeld references anymore. I know. I think most of them wouldn't be appreciated these days. No, probably probably not. Oh, fuck no. No, probably not. The the soup Nazi, that would not fly nowadays. (laughs) No, 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 no. Oh, Christ sakes. People get get bent out of shape about the show Friends now. I know.
They're like, well, there weren't enough black people on it. Well, okay, I'll give you that one. But then, like, it had the first gay wedding on TV. So, you know, get off their dick. Right. Rest in peace, Matthew Perry. Did you see ketamine? Oh, is that what did it? Yeah. Is that what it was? Like a horse tranquilizer? Yeah. They said he was on ketamine treatment for depression, which is a pretty normal, it's a normal therapeutic thing but they said that he the amount he had in his system was what they would use for for anesthesia jesus so he basically had too much in the system and he slipped into his hot tub and drowned uh that sucks yeah so basically if you had been lying in his bed he'd be alive yep right well might, he might not have been it sounded like it was a massive overdose which yeah. it wasn't a therapeutic okay. dose yeah. but God rest your soul. He was funny while he was lasted. Yeah. He was like the only funny character on that fucking show. You know? Well, he was the funniest. I wouldn't go so far as this. Come on. Phoebe was funny. Yeah. All right. I Phoebe. didn't watch for him. Yeah. No, no. I watched for the hot chicks too, but they weren't funny. I watched for the signals of it being cold in the room. <laughs> <laughs> Turkey's done. That's right. Yep. Especially Ding. when she wore the turkey on her head, that was a good. That was a fun scene. Whether she wore it, did she actually? No, no, that was the two, the two guys did it. No, Courtney. No, no, that was Courtney Cox. Courtney did. Cox. Yeah. Oh, oh, I was. And she was wearing the tight uh, shirt. Jennifer, Come on, man. Jennifer Anderson is known for being uh, the turkey yes temperature tester. Mm-hmm. It's all good. Yeah. All right, boys. Will you have a merry Christmas? And uh, oh, we forgot to mention what if season two coming up. Damn it. Oh, that too. That's that's coming out. When you put this in the after show part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I could do it. That, that nation, watch what By the way, what if season two is coming seconds. up? <laughs> right after Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> no, right before. This Friday. Oh, is it this Friday? Yeah. Right. I think this Friday. Oh, then it'll already be out before this this episode. I'll drop it's this a- episode probably Saturday, so the no, no, we won't bother mention it. I didn't check if, if it's either it's either Wednesday or the twentieth or the twenty second. It's coming out. All I'm right. not sure which. Yeah, well, it's fine. I mentioned Reacher. That's all that matters. Reacher is awesome. So. Yes. Oh yeah, those. Oh, that I was so happy to see that dropping with three episodes. That was a yeah. fucking outstanding. Steve, thanks so, for uh, stepping in, man. Oh yeah, appreciate you, Chris. I, I wanted to ask you real quick. Have you been to the mystery movies lately? No, no, I haven't been in months. Okay. I don't think I missed they, one this year. Though. Yeah, they. Um, I've seen really kinda, bad ones. I've seen some good ones. <laughs> yeah, between money's moneyness and Lily got a new boyfriend and she goes to yoga on Monday nights. Um, oh, she had a boyfriend. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah, she met a guy, so she seems pretty happy. I saw her. She came out for a couple drinks with me on my birthday in October, and that was the pretty. That was the last time I saw her. I've talked to her a couple times since then, but she's uh, she's all loving shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. Good for her. Yeah. All right, boys. Well, hey, thanks again, and have a great Christmas. All right, buddy. You get to editing. I will. And then uh, at some point in the, yeah, I got to get some sleep. But at some point, yeah. um, you know, before next weekend, I want to do that His Tank unboxing, too, and I'm going to put that up, too. That'll be cool. That's kind of a companion piece to this episode. Sounds good. All righty. All right. Later, gentlemen. Yeah, but S-Dog, check out those Valiverse weapon boxes. They're awesome. All right. I'll There's take a, a few of them right. that are available if you go to Valiverse.com. And they're only, they're like 12 bucks, and you get like a handful of weapons with blast effects and little, even smoke effects. You can like put the smoke wafting out of the barrel of the gun on the front of the gun. It's They're fucking cool. 
So. I I have so many boxes of figures I need to set up. I yep. like stands, and my whole display is to be redone. Yep. I just and now you got now you got to display it all so around projects. the his tank. <laughs> you know? My other two huge figures are just sitting on the floor. It's like yeah. ugh, at least the dragonfly can hang from the fucking ceiling. Right, right. <laughs> all right, good night, guys. All, all right, man. Go. We'll see you. All right, talk to you later. Talk Bye. to you, Tom. Later, Bye. man. Bye. Bye, Felicia.